0: The Oakdale Christian Centre Podcast. During the summer months, members of our church are asked to volunteer to lead Bible studies. In this recording, Tim leads a study on the significance of the number three in the Bible. The main reading is Matthew chapter four.
1: What I'm gonna look at when I when I was thinking about it asked me to sort of just speak on something. Reading through the Bible and I mean coming at recurring the theme has been the number three. Number three has been cropping up all the time. So I thought oh, I'd look into that and see what the significance of the three is, yeah. and what we can learn from it. Um, we have sayings like "three's a crowd," mm. Mm. or do you call it in "three's a company"? Mm. Uh, three, "Three's a crowd," "three's a, com- uh, three's a company," Th- third, third, third time lucky." The Pythagoreans. Everyone knows they were one, two. No. That's pi. <laughs> Pythagoreans they, were, they said the first number first true number was three because why? because it made a triangle three was considered the number of harmony, wisdom and understanding three is the number of time past, present and future birth, life and death beginning, middle and end Three is the number of the divine. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: The the three rule thumb that was penned by Albert Hubbard to escape criticism: do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. Three is a sacred number in many religions. In many rituals, they perform three times. Fairy tales, of those who fairy tales. Three is a magical number. All the heroes and heroines have three chances at trying to, to solve the problem. And usually they do, they do it on a third time. Muslim, for divorce. You want to get divorced, you say three times, I divorce thee. I divorce thee. I divorce thee. do <laughs> <laughs> And the, the three Baramean rings, that's three rings which are interlocked. If one of them is removed, the other two will collapse. The symbol of the three rings which are interlocked is known as the tripod of life. Christians may use the tripod of life to symbolize the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you look at threes in the Bible and how often they occur, number three occurs 467 times in the Bible. It pictures completeness, though to a lesser degree than seven, seven being the number of God. There are four perfect numbers, spiritual perfect numbers. Three with one, seven, ten, and twelve. There were three righteous patriarchs before the flood, Abel, Enoch, and Noah. Then after the flood, there was the three fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. There are 27 books in the New Testament, which is three to the three to the three. The completeness to the third number. So what is the significance of Three. Three biblically represents divine wholeness, completeness, and perfection. If there was a desire to highlight any idea, thought, event, noteworthy, in the Bible, for the promise, number three will be used. Number three is a significant number, but it's not a holy number. Something which is holy is dedicated and set apart for God, but it must not be overlooked. We see three people on Mount Hermon who saw Jesus transfigure. John, Peter and James. Three words which appear only once in the Bible. Reverend, Eternity and Grandmother. There were only three people who were allowed to ask God anything. Solomon was one. Ahaz and Christ Jesus. There were three gifts that were given to the Jews. his law, his inheritance, and their calling. And also, there was only three angels mentioned, Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer, as we know them as the archangels. Three is the number of the Holy Trinity, of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. The wise men, King bearing and Gifts, Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh. And the greatest thing of all, Jesus spread Christianity for just three years. And the impact that it had on the world. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Jesus predicted that Peter would deny him three times before the cock Mm crowed. Jesus rose from the dead on the third day. Jesus spoke of his threefold role. Jesus said, I am the way, Mm -hmm. I am the truth, I am the life. Mm -hmm. No one comes to the Father but by me. Matthew 4. He was just saying about Christ who was um, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights Mm -hmm. and he was tempted three times by Satan. Mm -hmm. After 40 days without food, you think he would have succumbed, Mm -hmm. especially when he said, turn these stones into bread. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We probably would have done it without him asking us. Mm -hmm. Three times he was tempted and on three occasions, he used the word of God to rebuff him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus raised three people from the dead the widow's son from Nain,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Jairus' daughter, and Lazarus, mm-hmm. three people he raised from the dead. Mm-hmm. We see the story about the Good Samaritan. When he was beaten by thieves and left the dead, first of all, we've got a priest who comes by. Mm-hmm. You think, oh, he should help him.
2: Mm-hmm. Goes he on help. the other side. <laughs> yeah.
1: A Levite. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he serves help. in a temple. You think even a, he would passed on the yeah. other side.
2: Yeah.
1: Then a Samaritan who hated the Jews, and the Jews hated the Samaritans, he went over and cared for him and put him in the hotel, as it was, and cared for him. That's, that's what he did. Three is seen for the length of, of time as well, days. Moses and Aaron petitioned pharaohs to travel three days into the desert so they could offer, offer sacrifices to the Lord. The fleeing Hebrews went three days without finding water in the desert, Of sure when the Hebrews neared the river Jordan, they were informed. Three days from now, you will cross over and take the land, which is your possession, which the Lord has given you.
2: Mm.
1: And King Rehoboam gave Jeroboam, Jeroboam the delegation of Israelites a three-day waiting period, while he determined whether he should be lenient for them. Mm. John 2.
0: His disciples remembered that it is written mm seal for your house will consume me the jews then responded to him what sign can you show us to prove your authority to do all this Mm -hmm. jesus answered destroy this temple and i will raise it again in three days they replied it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you are going to raise it in three days but the temple he had spoken of was his body. Mm-hmm. After he was raised from the dead, his mm-hmm. disciples recalled what he had said. And they believed the scriptures and the words that Jesus had spoken.
1: So three days after he was put in the tomb, he rose again as he said he would. <laughs> the significance of three days. <laughs> Acts chapter 9.
0: This is... Um He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoner to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven Mm. flashed across him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Mm. For three days, he was blind and did not eat Mm
1: -hmm. or drink anything. That was the conversion of Saul. For three days? uh, Three days, and he later became known as Paul.
0: mm
1: -hmm. Also, he said later on that three times I've been beaten by rods Mm -hmm. and three times I've been (coughs) shipwrecked. Mm -hmm. So he knew what it was to suffer. (laughs) What he what he actually put on to people, he persecuted people actually come around and came back on him. But yeah. yeah. he suffered it willingly for God. Mm-hmm. Matthew twelve.
0: For by thy words thou should be justified, and by thy words thou should be condemned. Then mm. certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from you. but he answered and said unto them and evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign and they shall no sound be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the way of so shall the son of man be three days
1: and three nights in the heart of the earth. So there we see it again that uh, Jonah, well-known story, three days and three nights, he was in the belly of a big fish. <laughs> thought of it. I don't know, <laughs> just, uh, but, uh, but God is in control of everything. Mm-hmm. Come, come right in the end. Mm-hmm. Length of time, months. He was told that for three months, Moses' mother could conceal, Mose, uh, Moses' mother concealed him, but after three months, she couldn't. She had mm-hmm. to put him into the, the rushes. The Ark remained in the house of Obed-Edom for three months, and in that three months, he was truly blessed. Mm-hmm. Everything in his house was, was, was blessed. Wonderful. Three months after Judah visited the supposed shrine prostitute, he learned that she was really his daughter-in-law, Tamar, who was pregnant with his child. Asa's reforms were celebrated in Jerusalem in the third month of his fifteenth year of reign. Support for the priests of Ezekiel's day was gained by means of the tithes, which began in the third month and finished in the seventh month. In the New Testament, Jesus records that uh, Mary visited Elizabeth and she stayed with him for three months. Paul stayed in Ephesus for three months where he preached openly in the synagogues. He stayed in Greece for three months. And on his way to Rome, when he's going to be going for his trial, the ship went down and he stayed three months in Malta. Also years we see as well a period of three years can be noted in the accounts of biblical texts. It is suggested three years plays a far more important role than three days or three months. A three-year period figures in the instructions to the Hebrews concerning the conduct after they entered the promised land. In Leviticus 19. When you come into the land and have planted all kinds of
0: trees before, then you shall count their fruits as uncircum-
2: uncircumcised three years it shall be as uncircumcised to you it shall not be eaten but in the fourth year all its fruit shall be holy a praise to the lord
1: so he went to the promised land he said mm-hmm. plant stuff but for three years you don't touch it mm-hmm. you leave it alone and in the fourth year then you can reap it then you can reap it and eat it. You know, three years were very significant because after Absalom slayed his brother, the law was you could go, and for three years you stay away and then come back. David's adversary Shimei was spared by Solomon on the condition that he permanently, permanently, was confined to the city of Jerusalem. But after two of his slaves left, he went after them in his third year. It cost him his life. And every, every third year, we, we see that Solomon's trading fleet returned carrying coal, silver, apes, baboons, ivory, you name it, every, every third year. <clears throat> Isaiah 20. At the
2: same time, the Lord spoke by Isaiah, the son of Amos, saying, Go and remove the sackcloth from your body, and take your sandals off your feet. And we did so, walking naked and barefoot. Then the Lord said, Just as my servant Isaiah has walked naked and barefoot three years for a sign of in Egypt and Ethiopia, so shall King of Assyria lead away the Egyptians as prisoners and the Ethiopians as captives, young and old, naked and barefoot, with their buttocks uncovered to the shame of Egypt.
1: Okay. What would you do for the Lord? I couldn't do that. <laughs> I think, I think you'd, have a, you'd have a certain calling or blessing on him if you, if you said, for him to do that. But I, Isaiah listened and he was blessed of God. And when I, the more and more I see that these prophets, how they were so prevalent from the Bible, and I look in this day and age and you look around and I say, where are they today? Where are they men of God to stand up and speak against society and against sort of our parliament and speak for God? Daniel and his three friends were schooled for three years with regard to the language and literature of the Babylonians. A three-year period appears in the same account of the New Testament as well. It figures in Jesus' parable about the unproductive fig tree. The Apostle Paul, what are we told about him, Galatians 1? But when it pleased God who separated
0: me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his Son in me, that I might preach of him among the Gentiles. I did not immediately confer with the flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and remained with him fifteen days. Now I saw none of the apostles except James, the
1: Lord's brother. So for three years, Paul was in the desert preparing to go up and meet with Peter. Three years in the preparation. How often we want things done now. Three years in the preparation before he was ready to go and meet Paul. And we see that three years. Throughout the Old Testament, a scene. On a, th- on a third year, the Levites would hold a tithe. And that would be for, the, for themselves and also for the aliens, for the widows, and mm. for the poor. So they look after their people. Mm. And we see there's other, with th- three, three years of significance throughout the Bible, where they told to sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat fruit. In the third year, just want to look at the third day as a literary motif. So, as a motif, what's a motif? So, I looked at that, it's, it's a dominant recurring theme or concept or idea which we see in the Bible time and time again. As with the use of numbers three in a series which conveys implications and expectations beyond the normal conventional meaning. So the third day often carries with it an additional sense of nuance. Nuance means a different meaning, a different curve on it, a different angle. It seems apparent from the scripture's record that the third day was selected for a given activity or matter at hand for some distinct purpose and attendant emphasis, which those who were involved in the situation understood. Likewise, those who later heard or read the incident would be familiar with a variable possible emphasis in the choice. The abundant use of the third day argues for viewing the third day as a literary motif that could it be employed for several reasons. The first reason would be for information or instruction. In the context of the third day, it appears and emphasizes the presence of new information that will generate further activity and we see this when jacob left laban and he, he for three days he was traveling and it came to laban's attention that he disappeared so what did laban do he got all his people all his belongings and went after him and after seven days he caught up with him and he was going to give him what for but in in the night the lord spoke to laban in a dream and said do not touch him do not touch him, he's he's the Lord's anointed. So the Lord protected Jacob as he did Abraham and Isaac. Similarly, on the third day, Joshua and the Israelites learned that the Gibeonites had deceived them. Joshua was told to go and annihilate everyone. But the Gibeonites who were frightened went in under pretense of someone else, dressed up differently, and they signed the treaty it couldn't be broken for peace. And when Joshua went after three days to go up and slaughter them, they showed him the piece of paper and he couldn't do anything. Although although he wanted to, he couldn't do anything. And we, we read a similar scenario with Rehoboam when he waited three days before he would come back to Jer- Jeroboam and the northern tribes because they wanted him to be more lenient with them. A three-day period is a completion of a preparatory waiting period. The two previous incidents we looked at regard decisions and declarations made on a third day. To use the third day as the culmination of a proper time of preparation in both is both significant and made out of a specific waiting period. The third day then can signal the issue of a decision or further action that is to take place. And we look at Rayab. Joshua 2.
0: And the men answered her, Our life
2: be yours, if ye enter not, this our business, and it shall be, when the Lord hath given us the night, that we would deal kindly and truly with thee. Then she let them down by a course through the window, for her mm. house was upon the town wall, mm. and she dwelt upon the wall. Mm. And she said unto them, Get
0: you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you and hide yourself there three days until the pursuers return and
1: afterward, may you go your way. So they waited for three days. Why three days? I think if he let me down, I would have just legged it. But she told him wait three days. And after three days, you probably search for something, you give up. And you come back and you waited for three days. You see also the significance of three days when the Levites uh, wanted to go out and avenge what um, they had done to their people, to their maidens, to their concubines. They wanted to go and slaughter them. Three day waiting period there. And we see that in both instances, the subsequent action of waiting three days was favorable. It came out for them. Three days, special spiritual activity. In some instances, the decision to be reached on the third day is preceded by careful spiritual preparation. Thus, before going in to make a request to the Persian king, Queen Esther instructed Mordecai thus, Esther 4.
0: And Mordecai told them to answer, Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. But if you remain completely silent at this time, Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this? And Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, go, gather all the Jews who are present in Shushan and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise, and so I will go to the king, which is against the law, and if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way, and according to all, he did according to all that Esther commanded him.
1: So for three days and three nights he fasted, And Esther put on her royal robes, and went and stood in the hall waiting to be summoned by the king. And we know what happened. The Jews were liberated. And good old Haman, who, put, who built that, uh, was that... His own goals? Yeah, he was from himself. He was, for, itself. It was yeah. a nice big one. He uh, thought he had Mordecai on it. He hung on himself. So we see that the three-day period, again, proved successful. Likewise, we see that Abraham, he obeyed the Lord mm-hmm. when he went up to sacrifice Isaac on the third day of his journey to Moriah. Because he believed that the Lord could spare him, could revive him, could resurrect him. He believed that. Hebrews 11.
0: By faith Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. <laughs> he who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, "It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Mm -hmm. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead and so in a manner of speaking he did receive Isaac back from death. By faith Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future.
1: So Abraham, he had waited a very long time for Isaac Mm -hmm. and when he had Isaac probably the, the apple of his eye he was yeah. told, come and, come, and, come and sacrifice him. Yeah. Do you trust me? Do you believe me? Where's your, where's your heart? Mm. Ooh, I mean, many of us would have turned aside and just not done anything. Mm. But he went up, and as we know, Isaac was a young man. He said, well, where's the sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Lord will provide, Abraham said. Mm. But even then, they, they prepared the altar, they put the wood on, mm. and he laid him on there. Mm. And he had the knife ready. I mean, I think I would have been sweating a little bit then. <laughs> I but think he... I'd
0: afford him because he's <laughs> very, so. he very young. But
1: the, the obedience of Isaac as well, mm. yeah, to yeah. trust his father,
0: Amazing.
1: just unbelievable. Mm. So we see there that the three days again resulted in something successful and something yeah, tremendous. Three days for purity or healing. The third day has a ceremonial significance as well. The meat left on the sacrifice was to be destroyed after the third day. Thus nothing spoiled or impure was to mar the spiritual nature of the sacrifice. And the third day itself was to be kept holy and pure. In keeping with this were the later regulations concerning purification by water. On the third day, as well as the seven days after that, we had to wait when you had touched a dead body. Ezekiah asked for a sign of the Lord that he would heal him so he could go up to the temple of the Lord on the third day. Hosea 6.
2: Come, let us return to the Lord. He has torn us to pieces, but he will heal us. He has injured us, injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the
1: third day, he will restore us, that we may live in his presence. This was Hosea when he was urging the people in the north what they should do to seek the Lord Mm. and that the Lord would come through. You know, in light of Old Testament presidents, Hosea's employment of the third day motif would likely fall upon years that were familiar with its significance in those days. The Lord's healing and restoration was not only certain, but it would be a very special time of victory for God's people. The third day, probably the most significant, the day of resurrection. Although it is difficult to think of Isaiah's prophecy concerning Israel's future healing and restoration as a prediction for Christ's resurrection... It is interesting that mankind spiritually in in association with this motif of the third day. Indeed, after Peter's great confession of Jesus Christ, Jesus taught that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Shortly after Jesus' transfiguration, he taught his disciples, the son of man is going to be betrayed into the hands of men. They will kill him. And on the third day he will be raised to life. Jesus repeatedly stressed the message of his coming death and resurrection on the third day, calling it his goal. Such can be seen as early in his first miracle Canaan of Galilee, where he said to the Jews, John two. And his disciples remember that it was written, The seal of thine house
0: hath eaten me up. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou dost these things? Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up.
1: So then again, he told them again, again that you know I I have to die, and in three days I will be raised up again. You know, Jesus died and rose again bodily on the third day. And it's abundantly attested in scriptures which contains several lines of evidence, including the empty tomb, the undisturbed clothes, mm-hmm. the displacement of the massive tombstone mm-hmm. that was guarded by trained Roman soldiers. Mm-hmm. The transformation of his disciples' perspective from one of utter despair,
2: mm-hmm.
1: dis- dis- disbelief and despondency mm-hmm. to absolute certitude. A conviction for which they would and many did die. Mm -hmm. And ten post-resurrection appearances of Jesus in five instances in his third day alone. Of interest in this subject of this study is the fact that some of these texts also include testimony to Christ's teaching concerning the significance of the third day. Thus the angels instructed the women who came to see Jesus to him on a third day. Luke 24.
0: While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood Mm -hmm. beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, why do you look for the living among the dead? Mm -hmm. He is not here. he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee. The son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again.
1: He told them, and he told them, and he told them, and they still didn't remember. How much like that are we? Uh, we also see on the, the, the people who traveled, who were going back to Emmaus, When Jesus appeared to them and he said to them, don't you know what happened? Christ was crucified, buried. And they said, and what is more, it is the third day since this took place. So they knew it was the third day and he's going to be raised from the dead. But Christ didn't allow them to perceive who he was until the right time. Even after Jesus' ascension, The teaching concerning Christ's crucifixion on the third day was still fresh in the apostles' minds as they bore witness to the truth. Thus Peter testified to Cornelius and his house. God raised him from the dead on the third day and caused him to be seen. He was not seen by all people, but by witnesses whom God had already chosen. By us, they said, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. Paul bodily proclaimed to the Corinthians about Christ. He said, For what I received I passed on to you as of the first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Peter and then the twelve. The motif that we see on the third day, therefore reaches its climax in the fact of the resurrection on the third day. It is then that the emphasis of the third day as one of spiritual activity and completeness finds its culmination in Christ's finished redemptive work. And yet, the motif suggests there's still more to be seen and we await this coming back.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. To find out more about our church, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.